Hey, good morning and welcome back to Kena's Corner Morning Inspirational Show. So our purpose is to encourage, empower, and inspire you to trust God. So today we're in part three of our No Weapon series titled, Samson and Delilah. Sakina's Corner. I am your host, Sakina, and I'm excited that you have joined us on this morning. So as always, we're going to start with just a little bit of worship and prayer. Now, if this is your first time joining us, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Facebook. Um, go ahead and share and like the broadcast and let someone know that Kina's Corner is on this morning and we are getting ready to get into the word. So we're going to go ahead and start with a little bit of worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. If I can get my music to play. Let's see. It does not want to play this morning. It's okay. All right, there we go. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just say thank you on this morning. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. And we magnify your name, God, because you alone are worthy, God. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be magnified. You're worthy to be exalted. Your name is worthy to be high and lifted up, God, because there is none like you, God. There is none that compare to you, God. And so, Father God, we just say thank you on today. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your power, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for keeping us, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for another day that wasn't promised, God. Hallelujah. And God, we just say thank you on today. We come to magnify your holy name. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise, God, because there's none like you, Father God. There's none that can compare to you, God. So we just say thank you on today. Father God, just have your way on today. Move by your spirit. Let something be said on today that will encourage us, empower us, and inspire us, God, that we will trust you, that we will stand on your word that we will stand on your promises, God, that we will be obedient to your will, God, hallelujah, and that we will walk upright before you and do what is pleasing in your sight. And so we say thank you on today, God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we say thank you, God. We say thank you, God, hallelujah, because all things are working out for our good. We say thank you, God, hallelujah, thank you,
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We thank you, God, that all things work together for the good for those who love you and called according to your purpose. And we thank you, God, because we love you and we are called according to your purpose. And we thank you that things are working out for our good. That things are moving in the right direction for us, God. That you call them things to line up hallelujah in our lives according to your will we thank you god because you have a will and you have a purpose and a plan for our lives and we thank you god that your will your purpose your plan will be revealed and fulfilled in us god in the name of jesus and we say thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank you that everything is working for our good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So we're in part three of our No Weapon series. And on today, we're going to be talking about Samson and Delilah. Now, if you have your Bibles, you can go with me to the uh, book of Judges, and we're going to be starting at verse number 13. Now, I'm not going to go through all the verses. I'm going to just kind of skip around a little bit, but we're going to be in uh, verses number, starting at 13, just to give you a little bit of background. And so, set, Judges chapter 13 says that now Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. How many know that disobedience can cause you to be in bondage? When you disobey God and you go against God's will and his purpose and his plan and disobey his instructions, it can cause you to go into bondage. Glory to God. And it says, there was a certain man of Zorah of the family of Danites who, whose name was Manoah and his wife was infertile and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to this woman and said to her, behold, you are infertile and have no children, but you shall conceive a son, shall conceive and give birth to a son. Therefore, be careful not to drink wine or any other intoxicating drink and do not eat anything ceremonially unclean. For behold, you shall shall conceive and give birth to a son. No razors shall come upon his head, for the boy shall be a Nazarite dedicated to God from birth, and he shall begin to rescue Israel from the hand of the of Philistines. So an angel of the Lord appeared to Samuel's mother and told her that she was, since she was barren, she was infertile, that she was going to give birth to a son and that he was going to deliver the children of Israel and not only that that he was going to be dedicated to the Lord from birth that no razor should uh touch his head glory to God and so Samuel just like some of us have been dedicated to God since birth we have been set apart to God since birth we were called at birth when God when you were born there was a reason and a purpose and a plan for you to be born sometimes we don't understand it glory to God when we're faced with different challenges in our lives when we go through different circumstances when things begin to break out and chaos begins to happen in our lives we don't realize 
that God has a purpose and a plan for our life. But here it is in the word where it says he was dedicated to God. Hallelujah. Before he was born, just like one of my favorite scriptures right up here, James, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, the Lord says, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, said the Lord, thoughts of good and not of evil. God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Many of us were dedicated to God since birth for his purpose and his plan to be revealed in our lives. But we got to get to the place where we allow God's will to be done. Glory to God. So God had already told them that Samuel was going to be born because they, they, the wife was barren and that he was going to be set apart to do God's will and his purpose. Amen. So I'm going to skip over to verse number 14. Now, in verse number 14, it goes straight to when Samuel is in his adulthood now, you know, uh, and it says that Samson went down to Timnah and at Timnah, he saw a woman, one of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, back again in verse number 13, it said that uh, Israel had done evil in the sight of the Lord and the Lord gave them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years because of their disobedience. So now Samuel, he seen one of the Philistine women and he liked what he saw. And he said, and he went back and told his father and his mother. He said, uh, I saw a woman in Tamar, one of the daughters of Philistine, of the Philistines. Now get her for me as a wife. So he seen her, he liked what he saw, and he wanted her as a wife. But his father and mother said to him in verse 3, is there no woman among the daughters of your relatives or among our people that you shall go and take a wife from this uncircumcised pagan Philistine? And Samson said to his father, get her before me because she looks pleasing to me. Now his mother and father were confused. They were like, you know what? Why would you want to take a wife from the people that has us in bondage from these uncircumcised pagan people that don't even believe like we believe for a wife. Is there not anyone among us? All the women here among us, you can't take for a wife. And verse number four said, his father and mother did not know that it was the Lord and that he was seeking an occasion to take action against the Philistines. So it was the Lord's purpose and plan for them to go down and for Samuel to get involved or to get in this situation with the Philistines so God can take revenge on them for all the evil that they had done. Although God allowed them to be in bondage for 40 years, because if you go back and, and read the Bible, the Philistines have always came up against the children of Israel and done evil against them glory to god and many times it because the lord allowed them to do so because of israel's disobedience glory to god so it was the lord's will for it to happen so he can take action against the philistines glory to god hallelujah and so and, and if you go on and read uh, chapter 14, it talks about that his father went and mother went down to arrange the marriage for him. And it also, uh, in verse number five, 
it talks about uh, that when Samuel was out in the vineyards, that a young lion came roaring toward him and Samuel and the spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily and he tore the lion apart with his bare hands. Glory to God. See, when God has a purpose and a plan for you, he will already anoint you. He will already equip you to do what he's called you to do. See, so many of us, we struggle with obeying God and do what he's called us to do. We wrestle with it. We're like, God, I can't do this. And God, I can't do that. But God has already given you the strength. He's already prepared you to do the assignment he has for you to do. And I'm not sure if I'm going to get through all this on today. So there might be a part two of this part three series. But God has already equipped you and prepared you to do what he's called you to do. Glory to God. Just like King David. When he was out being a shepherd, God had already prepared him to do what he's called him to do. God had already prepared him to defeat Delilah. and I mean, not Delilah, but Goliath. And that's going to be probably part four of the No Weapon series, glory to God. And so he was able to defeat this uh, lion and tore this lion apart with his hands, but he didn't even tell his mother or father about it. Glory to God. See, God will do things and show you that he's with you. So we got to pay attention. But so many times, sometimes we can get puffed up in ourselves and think it's us instead of God. Glory to God. But we don't ever want to get to the place where we take God's glory and God's glory for uh, advantage. Glory to God. And so if you read on in this chapter, it says, now Samuel... What he did was, uh, now, when he returned later, and I'm going to go ahead and read verse number eight. It says, when he returned later and took her aside to see the carpets of the line, and behold, a swarm of honeybees were in the body of the line. And so what he did was scrape the honey out with his hands, and he was eating, and he gave some to his mother and father, and he gave and gave some and they ate but he did not tell them more that it came, the honey came from the body of the lion so his mother his father went down to the woman and samson and prepared a feast there for that was the customary thing for men to do and when the people saw him they brought 30 companions wedding attendants to be with him and samuel said to them let me ask you a riddle and if you can tell me what is in with what what it is within the seven days of this feast and solved it. I will give you 30 linen tunics, undergarments, and 30 changes of outer clothes. But if you are unable to tell me the answer, then you shall give me 30 linen tunics, undergarments, and 30 changes of outer clothing. And they said and asked him, ask your widow so that we may hear it. So then he said, out of the eater came something to eat and out of the strong came something sweet and they could not solve the riddle in three days so since they couldn't solve the riddle in three days what they did was went to the woman that you know samuel was supposed to be espoused to that he but marriage was arranged for and said we can't uh answer this riddle Persuade your husband to tell us what this is. What did you do? Did you invite us down here to make us poor so he can take everything from us? And so 
it said that, you know, and then they even threatened to uh, burn down her father's household and with fire to kill them. And so in verse 16, it says that Samuel wife wept before him and said, you only hate me. You do not love me. You have asked the countrymen a riddle and have not told me the answer. And he said to her, listen, I have not even told my mother and father either. So why should I tell you? And so she began to continually weep and began to nag and bother him and ask him for the answer. Just like some women today, you keep nagging your husband. Asking him about this, asking him about that until he finally give in to you and say, okay, this or okay, here, you know. So she kept nagging him and she told, went down and told the men. And so when the men of the city in verse number 18 says, so when the men of the city said to Samuel on the 17th day before sundown, what is sweeter than honey and what is stronger than a lion? And he said to him, if you had not plowed, with my heifer. In other words, if you have not persuaded my wife to be, you would not even have solved this riddle. But since you persuaded her and she nagged and persuaded me, that is the only reason that you know it. And in verse number 19, it says, and then the spirit of the Lord came upon Samuel mightily and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of the men and took their gear and gave the, the changes of clothes to those who had explained the riddle and his anger burned and he went up to his father's house. But Samuel's wife was given to a companion uh, uh, who had been his friend. So what happened was since Samuel was gone, the father of the woman gave uh, Samuel's wife to be to one of his friends, his companions, because he thought Samuel had gone. And it says, uh, after a while, in the time of the wheat of harvest, Samuel came to visit his wife with a young goat as a gift of reconciliation. So he came to her, you know, hey, let's you know, I know you're mad. Let me reconcile with you. But it's verse two says that her father said, I really thought you utterly hated her and I gave her to your companion. Is her younger sister not more beautiful than she? Please take her as your wife and said. But Samuel said to them, this time I shall be blameless in regard to the Philistines when I do them harm. So Samuel went and called 300 foxes and took torches and turning the foxes tail to tail, and he put a torch between each pair of their tails. So he used uh, the foxes as like a, a, a weapon to burn down the uh, city. He tied the tails apart and he set them afire. And I can just imagine in my mind, in a movie, how this looked. The foxes running, burning, and they run through the city and they just run through everything and stuff began to uh, catch fire. And it says, and when... He had set the torches ablaze. He let the foxes go in the standing grain of the Philistines and burned up a heap of sheaves and the standing grain and along with the vineyards and the olive orchards. So these foxes went running and they just went burning down everything. And then the Philistines said, who did this? And they were told Samuel, the son-in-law of the Temite. Because he took Samuel's wife and gave her to his chief companion at the wedding feast. So the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. So since Samuel did what he did, the Philistines came back and retaliated against them and burnt them up with fire. And Samuel said to them, 
If this is the way you want to act, be certain that I will take my revenge on you. Only after that, I will stop, stop. And so then he struck them without mercy, a great slaughter, and he went down and lived in the cleft of the rock of Etam. And then the, the army of the Philistines came up and camped in the tribal area of Judah and overran, and overran Leod, which is called Jawbone. And the men of Judah said, why have you come up against us? And they, they answered and said, we have came up to bind Samuel in order to do to him what he's done to us. So right here is just a bunch of tip and tat. You know, Samuel's father-in-law took his wife to be and gave him to someone else. So he went down and took revenge on Ashai and burned down their uh, vineyards. And so the Philistines got mad and went back and burned up his father, uh, the girl and her father. And now, and then it's just a bunch of back and forth tit for tat. And so then 3,000, verse 11, then 3,000 men of Judah went down to the cliff of the rock of Etam and said to Samuel, and if you're reading along, sorry, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Have you not known that the Philistines are rulers over us? And what is this that you have done to us? And he said to them, as they did to me, I have done to them. And they said, we have come down to bind you up and to hand you over into their hands. And so in other words, and Samuel said, okay, long as you won't kill me, I'll go ahead and let you take me. Because still, it's part of God's plan. Many of you now, you, you, you have enemies that are coming against you. But sometimes it's still part of God's plan. Just know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Although different things may happen, although God may allow things to happen in your life, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I'm going to get to it and show you what God showed me even in this. Because at the beginning, as I stated, many of you have been set aside and dedicated to God since birth. And you've gone through a lot of challenges. You've gone through a lot of challenges. You've gone through a lot of heartache. You've gone through a lot of heartbreak. You've gone through a lot. But even through in everything that you've gone through, still know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Still know that although your enemies rise up against you, in the end, you're still going to win. That no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. Glory to God. And so verse number 13, uh, it tells us that they bound him up with two new ropes and brought him to the rock of Eden. And when the and when he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting to meet him. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily on him and the ropes of his were like flax linen and they burned and the bonds dropped off of his hands and he found the jawbone of a donkey and he reached out his hand took it and killed a thousand men with it then samuel said with the jawbone of a donkey heaps upon heaps with the jawbone of the donkey i have struck down a thousand men 
And I'm going to stop right there and we're going to finish this up another time because I'm pressed for time because I have to get ready to leave for work. But I hope something in this series has been helping you guys because this series has helped me so much. Just know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And we're going to get more into this, glory to God, because this is so good. But know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Just know that when your enemies rise up against you, God will always give you the strength to defeat your enemies. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems, no matter how many people come against you. Many of you today, you got people plotting against you in your family. You got people plotting and coming against you at your church. You got people plotting against your business, people that work for the city, people that's in the same uh, shopping center or area that your uh, business is in. And they've been plotting against you to see your demise, to see your downfall. People on your job plotting against you, want to see your position taken, want to see you demoted, want to have your job, want to see you fail. But just know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Just know that God will deliver your enemies into your hands. Just know that God will give you the strength to defeat your enemies. Just know that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily and give you strength to defeat them. It's not going to be in a physical way. It's going to be in a physical uh, a, a physical way. It's going to be in a spiritual way, a supernatural way with your prayer. Your prayer is your weapon. See, you don't have to fight this battle with your fists. You fight this battle in prayer, glory to God. You fight this battle with the word, speaking the word of God over your situation. No weapon formed against me shall prosper and allow God to fight for you. The spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily. He's going to give you instruction. He's going to give you insight. He's going to give you ideas, glory to God. He's going to give you strategies strategically and show you how to defeat your enemies, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. So, Father God, we just say thank you on today. We say thank you for your word, God. We thank you for giving us instruction, God, giving us direction, giving us information, giving us strategic strategies, God, showing us things, showing us how to defeat our enemies, God, giving us ideas, God, that will cause us to prosper, that will cause us to go forth, God, showing us strategically what to do, God, to face our enemies and to defeat them. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I just lift up each and every person, God, that's watching this uh, broadcast on today and those that will go back and reach the uh, re watch the replay, God, that you will come upon them mightily, God, that you will give them answers, that you will give them instructions, that you will give them strategies, that you will strategically show them what to do and how to do it to defeat their enemies, God, and that you will give them favor, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua HaMashiach, and we just say thank you on today, God. We give you glory, we give you honor and we give you praise and we just decree and declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and we thank you God and we we give you praise and we thank you that it is settled and it is done and we stand on your word and we believe your word in Jesus name amen and amen well God bless everyone if you're enjoying this series go ahead and share it with someone go ahead and like it comment hallelujah Thank you for joining us on today. We'll be back 
next Monday at 6 a.m. to finish uh, part two of this Samson and Deliah. We love you in Jesus' name, and there is nothing you can do about it. Be blessed.